right. I've hijacked the podcast here. <laughs> hey, everybody. Alvin and Chris here for Mojo's and Hackers. Chris is live from Vegas. Yeah. It's, uh, we just got done our, uh, our day of golf that, uh, we had booked for today. Um, as you guys know, I'm down in Vegas for coaching a volleyball tournament this, uh, this weekend, but had some free time. So we booked in 36 holes of golf at Rivera golf course. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, let's backtrack a little bit. So yesterday was my travel day. Um, I went, I went up to Calgary on uh, Wednesday afternoon. Um, crashed to my dad's house, going to drop me off early in the morning. My flight was supposed to leave at 7.45 a.m. Well, we get halfway to the airport and I check my phone. Turns out the flight had gotten delayed until 10.45. And I'm like, oh, well, whatever. It just shortens my layover in Minneapolis. So um, as I'm sitting there in the airport, just waiting and waiting and waiting, it gets delayed till like 11.45. And I was like, okay. And then, you know, it showed up around noon, started boarding um we got on we boarded the captain comes on the intercom he's like oh yeah you know there's uh there's an issue with one of the mechanical issues but it's it, it's it's just a cosmetic thing it'll, it'll take 20 minutes uh yeah 20 minutes later he comes back on he's like well he says it's gonna be an hour hour later he comes back on he's like yeah it's gonna be another hour so two and a half hours later as we sit there on the tarmac um i mean Thankfully, I'm fly- I was flying Delta, so they have free free uh, entertainment in there, and you get complimentary headphones, so you can watch whatever you want for videos and stuff. So, I mean, it, it kind of made the time go by a little bit quicker. But anyways, two and a half hours later, he, he comes on the intercom. He's like, oh, we're going to deplane and get you guys some lunch. Uh, so get your vouchers and go get some food. It's going to be at least another hour. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. So at this point, so my connecting flight was supposed to leave Minneapolis at four 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 forty there or three three forty five their time. It was supposed to leave Minneapolis, and I was supposed to get into Vegas at six six thirty their time. Well, there's no chance I'm making that flight now. So Delta automatically rebooked me to the next one, which was leaving at eight o'clock Minneapolis time. Well, by the time we got out of Calgary, which was finally what? just before four o'clock, just after four o'clock. So is this in the morning or in the evening? Is it in the afternoon? I okay. was up at three 30 in the morning and got, and went to the airport and then we didn't get out of there. We didn't leave until like four, just after four in the afternoon. So in the morning, when I looked at it, I could have booked the direct flight from Calgary to Vegas at four o'clock on Delta. I had the option to change for free. And I'm like, Oh no, I'm not going to sit here for that long and wait for it. Yeah. I fucking should have. Uh, uh, terrible. <laughs> anyway, so, so I'm already on, so I was checking, I'm like, well, how many more flights to Vegas? Because I don't want to miss out on golf. Like we've already paid, you know, it was like 300 and 340 bucks American. So it's like $460 Canadian or 440 bucks Canadian or whatever it is. And I'm like, and it's non-refundable. Like if I don't get to Vegas tonight, this is a problem. So <laughs> Right before we left, I looked and, I, and it had no more flights after the one I was supposed to be on. And then it popped up that there was a flight at 9.55 p.m. from Minneapolis. And I'm like, I'm just going to put myself on that flight because there's no way I'm going to make the 8.20 transfer. Because we, uh, uh, we didn't get into Minneapolis until 
Oh, it was, it was like 10 after eight. Like, and then I had to run across, I would have had to run across the entire fucking airport in terminal one to go from gate, from the F gates to the G gates to get on the fucking plane. So anyways, I got on the, I got onto the 955 flight. Um, that one actually ran smooth. I got into Vegas, uh, little before midnight by the time i got my bags and all that stuff and got got, got over to the hotel and checked in uh it was about 12 45 well no it was like one one ish in the morning and then uh i had a quick shower and i'm like i gotta go to bed because i gotta be up at 5 30 um so i went to bed my alarm was off at 5 30 and i reach over and i never hit snooze but i hit snooze and i'm like i need five minutes i just need five minutes so I hit snooze for five minutes and I'm, I'm lying there and I'm like, if I don't get up now, uh, I ain't getting up. So I got up, uh, you know, I went out to the lobby. I met, I met John and Jordan, uh, John's my assistant coach and Jordan's his son. And, uh, they're the two guys I was golfing with today. Um, they had the rental clubs and all that other stuff John had in, in his possession. So it was good. So we got a cab, uh, we drove out to, uh, um, to Rivera golf course, which is about a 25 minute drive from our hotel, the Excalibur, where we're staying. So they have 36 holes out there. Um, they got two, two sets. They got, uh, Lexington and Concord. So we played what they consider to be their main course and their harder course in the morning. So, um, we played off the gold tees, which is the second for the SPAC tee box in the morning on the Lexington. Um, so it was 6,590 yards. Um, the blacks to give you an idea are 71, 71, 23. So we played all, we played off the golds. Um, I started well, and, and we had tailor made full tailor made bag of, uh, of rental clubs, right? Like I had a tailor made stealth two driver, tailor made stealth two, three wood tailor made stealth two uh, rescue three hybrid. Um, I had a, uh, a tailor made. Um, I ended up with a blade, a blade putter too. Didn't get a freaking mallet, so that was an adventure today. So not 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 something I'm used to, but I mean I may do. Um, and then I we ended up with like an approach wedge, a pitching wedge, and a 54 degree. And I what was no, the iron? Was the iron set stealth as well? Yeah, stealth, stealth too. Yeah, stealth twos. Um, so I did a little video of what's in the bag. I mean, we'll pop that out there at some point here. Um, Overall, and, and I mean, by the time we got there, um, our cab driver was a little chatty and he missed the, he missed his first exit and then he missed the second exit. I'm like, dude, you got to take this exit. He's like, oh, I have to go this way. I've been there before, but like not for a while. <laughs> so it, was, it, it took us longer than it should have to get there. Anyways, we checked in. It's one of those golf courses where, you know, the, the um, clubhouse is over here and then you got to drive all the way around and under the road to the other side to get to your uh driving range so we get over there we get like 10 minutes on the driving range and i'm like well i don't know what any of these distances are so this will be interesting i'm not really sure how this is going to go but we'll see what happens um so yeah and then i mean i i go to grab my putter out of the bag because they get me like i talked to john and i was like i want to i want the mallet if there's a mallet he's like okay I go to grab the mallet out of the bag. Well, it's left-handed. They sent him a left-handed mallet and the other two are right-handed. So I'm like, well, that's not going to work for me. I guess you're taking the mallet. <laughs> so I ended up with, uh, with the tailor-made, uh, the Rossi, the Rossi blade with the, uh, the milled face and the insert. And I mean, it, it wasn't bad, but I mean, again, it's not, you know, for someone like me who likes the pot and is a good putter, it wasn't my putter. 
and I mean, it took me a little bit while, oh, a little while to get going. Anyways, um, hole one was a par, a par four, um, par four, 371 yards, uh, from, from the golds. Um, I ended up starting with a double bogey, uh, two putts, but a double bogey. And then hole two was a 561 yard par five. Uh, I got a, I ended up with a bogey with a, a one putt bogey. It took me five to get on and I one putted that <laughs> putt bogey. So, I mean, it wasn't terrible. And then, uh, hole three or hole three was 416 yard par, uh, par four. So I ended up with a double there. I got a double on the next one on a par three after I, uh, after I, I came up short and then chipped on and then three putted, which was terrible. Um, probably the highlight. I, so I ended up shooting a 48 on the front nine and, uh, which, which wasn't awful. I had three, three putts. I had a few one putts and I only had one, one penalty stroke on that, on that nine. So it wasn't bad. And that's, this is supposed to be their harder nine. Honestly, I think that nine, um, played better for me overall as the day, as the day went on. So then on the back, I started bogey. Um, I started bogey. And then I, uh, on, on hole number 11, uh, 580 yard par five, Oof. uh, elevated tee box. Um, I got up there with the tailor made stealth two driver. And I mean, you know, sometimes I don't hit my driver cause it mean, it just don't get along I, today. I was like, you know what, whatever I I'm just going to swing. I don't care. I, I, I bombed out a 310 yard drive off the tee box, just absolutely mashed one straight out there per, and it was right into the narrow part of the fairway, right on the fairway. Um, these guys had nice Bermuda, Bermuda grass fairways, absolutely beautiful, uh, to play off of. So I bombed one out there and then I, uh, I end up just on, or I was just, what was I? No, I doffed my next shot and then I ended up on the fringe. So then I, so then I putted it like to within like or uh one two three no no i took one oh i i i got a birdie i ended up on on three i duffed my next shot and then i put it on and i made like a six foot pot for a birdie that was my only birdie of the day but it was awesome and uh so then i i, I promptly followed that up with two three putts of course because that's how it works and uh and so, some bigger numbers but anyways we finished out that side um of lexington um, I shot a 48 on the front and a 45 on the back for a 93, okay. which I mean, for having rental clubs running on very little sleep, um, <laughs> uh, you know, and rental clubs that like the rental clubs, the biggest difference for me was probably that the, the fact that the grips were regular grips instead of midsize. So that was a huge difference for me. And the shafts weren't quite as stiff as I'm used to. So again, there, you know, there's some give and take there. So um, and I didn't know what, like some of the distances with my clubs weren't, you know, when you have your own bag, you know, I know exactly what every single one of my clubs is supposed to give me. So it makes it a little bit more fun, but I mean, overall a 93, I thought was pretty good. Like I'll take that any day of the week on a brand new course that I've never seen. So, I mean, like here, here's the scorecard. If you guys can see this. It's great. And, and I mean, we'll get a better picture and, and, and put it up there, but um that was fun so then we had lunch um we got we had about an hour and a half in between so we, we sat down we had lunch um 
I had some chicken fit chicken fingers and some uh french fries or whatever you want to call them potato chips or whatever whatever the heck they call them and uh then I went out to the range and I worked on a couple of things and then I took the potter over to the to the green and was trying to work on things um as the uh as the day went along it was pretty pretty wet in the morning and it was a little cooler so the green started really slow and then as they started to dry out they got some speed to them I I would say for us they were something similar they were probably right between medicine hat and desert bloom not quite as fast as desert bloom but faster than medicine hat so some were kind of right in the middle um which which was kind of fun so then uh then we got out there and we we played the second 18 uh which is called concord um this one they i I, they said this one was easier but i i honestly this one i felt was a tougher course because it was narrower it was through a lot more housing areas like there's a lot of it kind of reminded me of desert bloom in that area a lot a lot of up and downs and like i'm not gonna lie uh, I may, I may have hit a couple balls over some houses. I didn't hear any smashes, so we'll, we'll keep, we'll hope that that's good. Um, so anyways, I started off with a, with a par on the first hole, which was a 381 yard, uh, or sorry, 300. We, we played from the silvers cause the, the guy told us, uh, we should probably play from the silvers on this side. So the silvers on this side, um, were 6,094 yards. And, uh, first hole is a 366 yard par four i hit a fairway i hit a green i hit two putts and i walked out with a par so it was a great start then i went double 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 par par bogey 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 to finish nine over on the front nine so <laughs> that's all right. a solid front nine. yeah i mean i had five fairways three greens i had 17 putts and two penalty strokes on that side and then for the last from 14 14, 15, 16, 17, and 18, we played in like dusk conditions. Like it was basically dark by the time we finished because it was kind of hit or miss to go. Like they do last call at like 3.30 out there. It's crazy because the sun goes down at like five, a little after five. Um, so then on the back, I started double, bogey, bogey, triple, bogey, par, par. And then on 17, I took, I took a, I took a, it's a par four. I took an eight. I I ended up with an eight. It was a natural eight, but I ended up with an eight. It was like, I couldn't even see like what was going on out there. And then 18 is like a straight downhill par five. Like if you hit it, I I crushed my drive and I got it to the hill. And uh, actually on number 11, I had another 300 yard drive, 314 yards. I three putted for a bogey, but. I had a 314 yard drive. So, so it was, like, it was you like cool. the, t- the stealth too? <laughs> I, I honestly, like, I didn't mind the sound of it and, and how it played, but I mean, I don't think it's any different than, you know, my Mizuno driver or my Callaway driver. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's not, you know, a lot of people hyped it up. I, I don't know that I like it as much as the, the clubs, the, the drivers I already have. I don't think it makes a huge difference on my distances on it, honestly. So as I shot a 45 on the front for nine over, and then on the back, I finished with a 49. Um, part of that is due, due to tired. Part of that is due to the, you know, playing in the dust conditions. But all in all, I mean, I shot a 94. So I would say I was pretty consistent throughout the day. I shot a 93 on, on the hard course and a 94 on the quote-unquote easy course. The biggest problem on the backside was the four penalty strokes I ended up taking, two on each on each hole too. So, I mean, that just, that gave me a, a 
or uh, that gave me a triple bogey and a quadruple. So there's seven strokes right there. Right. So, but honestly, um, absolutely worth the money, uh, was an absolute blast. The, I got a freaking sunburn today. It's crazy. Like <laughs> I heard it was minus 30 there. My wife was saying with the wind chill this morning or something. Yeah, it was, and, it, was chilly. Uh, it wasn't too bad. Yeah. Here, here I am out here in it. You know, we, we started with a jacket in the morning and then by the afternoon it was like shorts weather, man. They're running around out here. Like the cart girls are wearing toques and whatnot. And we're just like, <laughs> we're wandering around in t-shirts and, and hats and they're kind of looking at us like we're crazy. Um, but yeah, overall really, really good course. Um, the service there was extremely good. The clubhouse was really, really good. The restaurant was awesome. Um, the carts were really good. Every everybody that we that we dealt with from the uh, from the check in with our with our uh, clubs right till you know we chat we dropped off our carts and everything. Super friendly people. Um, they were awesome to uh, awesome to deal with. And I would strongly recommend anybody if you're in Vegas go check that course out. Um, I will, I'll definitely go back if I'm, I'm in the area. Like it was super duper fun. Um, and here's, here's the Concord scorecard for anybody, but it, uh, yeah, it was so much fun. So then we, uh, then we waited for a lift cause you know, you can't get a taxi out there cause we, it was in Henderson, which is a subdivision of Vegas, right? We're staying on the strip. So then that's in the subdivision. So we had to get a lift driver to come pick us up and, and holler, holler butts in. And then uh, got on the tram at Mandalay Bay and came over to uh, Excalibur and yeah, it was uh, it's been a it's been a wild thirty six hours but you know what <laughs> an absolute awesome experience. Um, I think I I, uh, I having those clubs um, was cool because it actually made you focus on different things like like you take for granted what you can do with your clubs because you played with them for so long. And we put a lot of work into figuring out our numbers. And right? your, your Mizunos, people. your Mizunos are tailored to you as well. You had them fitted for you. So they work with your swing. So going from a fitted set of oh, clubs yeah. to yeah. a, to a total, even stealth twos to a set of clubs that are just rando put together is going to throw your game off a little bit. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, I, I would think if I had my clubs, I could probably have shot in the mid eighties on, on this course. Um, there, there was, I, I did miss some shots just because I didn't know the distance. Like I didn't know what my approach wedge would give me. I didn't know what my 54 would give me with a full swing. Right. Um, one part of my game that usually lacks. So you, you would have been proud. So one part of my game that usually lacks, I found a lot of sand traps today. I was uh, seven out of eight on getting out in nice. one, in one stroke. One stroke. And, uh, only on one hole did I, did I end up having to take two strokes to get out of the sand trap. So for me, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. That's uh, definitely a, take that wedge home with you. Right. It was, it was kind of shocking. I was like, okay, this usually doesn't happen. That's uh, that's one part of my game that generally struggles. So it was, it was pretty sweet. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's been my Vegas experience so far. I mean, you know, I'm going to try and get a good night, good night's rest tonight. Um, find some food big weekend coming up right yeah and then we we get to we get to work we get to play uh starting at three o'clock tomorrow afternoon vegas time um so we're gonna go for a team breakfast in the morning and we're gonna walk down to the old vegas sign and get ourselves prepped and ready to go and then you know see see what the weekend brings for us 
for my first time being in Vegas, it's, it, I mean, actually this is my first time being in the States. So for the first time being in the States, like even stopping over in Minneapolis and then coming into Vegas with the, um, in the dark and leaving Minneapolis in the, in the dark, it's, it's insane to me how big these cities are. Like, it's just, it's mind blowing, but it's cool. Yeah, super cool. Well, pal, I appreciate you jumping on, giving us a little rundown of your, uh, your Vegas day on the golf course. Um, so we'll get some uh, video and stuff together and put it on, throw it over this thing. And uh, yeah, well, good luck this weekend, pal. Hope your team does well. And uh, I'll hope to hear all about that when you get back. And me and Junior are going to MFlex on Monday. Oh, nice. Nice. So Let me know some, how it goes. We book some time in there. Go get my second round in at MFlex. <laughs> nice. So That'll be now you're not the only one golfing this weekend. Well, that's good. Get, get more swings in. I definitely... Uh... I mean, I'm thankful that we did go to MFlex before because uh, that definitely definitely helped to uh, help some of my swing out. Um, you know, it was it was good. It was nice to be swinging the clubs again. Well, yeah, especially on a real course. Yeah, I am a little jelly. Not gonna lie, <laughs> a little jelly because we still got another few months to go here before we get that start playing on the real courses. But and did you see? You see the schedule came out for the Alberta Golf Tour. No, I haven't had a chance to look you at all yet. See. You do know July 1st, is that the bloom? July or June? June? June or July I thought, 1st? I, I thought it was June 1st. That's the bloom, which is pretty sick. Because I mean, that Either way, that, it's it's at that, the bloom. That, so Yeah, that means that we don't have to go anywhere to attend. June event, 1st. Which is June, awesome. June 1st is at the bloom, so we're going to lock ourselves into that one for sure. Hundred percent. And then I'm I was we haven't really talked about it yet, but we're we're tentatively will pencil in Mickelson National in Calgary. Uh yeah. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I, yeah. That's a that's a course that if you get you know, it's semi private. So I mean if you get a chance to uh, get on there, you want to try you and take go. It yeah, I think that's that's when we I was actually messaging messaging Jacob about it as well. Getting the feelers out for Jake too to you know he was he was pretty stoked that the first event was at uh, the Bloom, so maybe we can yeah, get him. Yeah, he'll be happy to come down and play that. He'll I mean, come down I and play that one with us. And, oh, yeah. And we'll do Mickelson. Then we'll have to go over the rest of the schedule and see if we, uh, we can, you know, maybe fit a, a third date in there somewhere. I think so. I think uh, it'll be so much fun. I can't wait. Yeah, I, I'm actually it's just so much fun about to... it. Pretty stoked about it. That's like, all. I'm looking at the schedule and I'm looking at, you know, the, how far away these dates are from medicine at, you know, just to see what the travel time would be. Well, I think probably a lot of them are in Southern Alberta or uh, Central, Central. Alberta, right? Yeah. Like between Edmonton and Calgary, probably. I think yeah. is that what, that's what she said, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, maybe be... the, maybe we'll do a, uh, the major. A, well, no, I don't know if we'll do the major, but cause that's in, uh, Cranbrook. Oh. So the first two are in um Is there is there any two day events though? Yeah, there's uh three two day events. So there's one in Copper Point. I don't know where that is. Uh another two day one in Jasper. Oh, that's too far. And the third one is in Pinoca. Well, Pinoca's not too bad. So I don't know where that copper point is though. I, I would. I think Copper Point's around Calgary. Is it? 
I, I think so. I've, I've heard the name before. I do believe it's around Calgary. I'll have to, we'll have to double check, but I think that's where it is. So if it is, that would be sweet to get into if we could. Yeah, that one too. And then, you know, some of the single day events, Olds, Strathmore. There's one in Strathmore. Oh yeah, that's a, that's not far away either. June 15th. Is that at the Strathmore Golf and Country Club? Uh, it just says Strathmore, so I'm guessing yes. Oh, nice. I just played that one last year with Jake. That one is, that's a fun club to play. I really like that that course. Yeah? Yeah. That'll, so, that'll be... the, well, the, the dates are there, and we're going to have to pencil a few in. I I, I know for sure it's going to be the Bloom, obviously, because it's in our home, oh, yeah. home city here. Mickelson National, because we want to play that course. And we're, I feel like she almost threw us a cook with, with the with desert. <laughs> I, 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 I didn't. I didn't reach out to Leah and say anything, but uh, um, yeah, it's almost like she she went out of her way to get a to get an event in down it this way for for the crew for the new crew coming on board. That's awesome. I was talking to Clark about it as well. He might jump into that one too because you don't have to be <laughs> you, you don't have to be a member of the Alberta Golf Tour to to play in these events. It just it costs more to get in if you're not a member. Right. Right. Yeah. So he's he might jump into that one too. That would be awesome. Yeah, it wouldn't four, it be cool if we got four guys in there. Four of our crew into that event. Yeah, that'd be awesome. That'd be pretty sweet, actually. That'd yeah, be pretty be. awesome. So we have something to chat about oh. when you get back. We'll go over the schedule and see see what we can do with that. Yeah, man. Got some I'm more excited. pods that we're recording. Hopefully you can get in as as a guest host on something here somewhere down the road, but you know, you're a traveling man, so yeah, I'm a I'm a busy guy, but I'll I'll do what I can. I mean, it's uh, I like to stay busy, and I mean sometimes it has its perks like this when we go to Vegas and get to play a little bit of golf. So yeah, outdoors, yeah, totally jelly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, pal. Uh, well, did, did you see Tiger pulled out today? I did from his own tournament. Yeah, that sucks. Did you see? Uh, I got old Mackenzie Hughes in the pool, and he's tied for second. And I got mm. old Willie Zalatoris, and he's tied for sixth. Oh, I did not I pick got... any of them, and I'm way down in the standings, pal. <laughs> well, I'm only like I'm only like two spots ahead of you, I think. Because well, I, really? Clark... I was in like thirteenth. Yeah, I'm in like eleventh or something. Wyndham Clark got cut today, but I have a. Uh, I, I lost Justin Thomas. In... Yeah, Justin Thomas missed. Oh, I think I lost him too. I I took Thomas and Clark, but. So I, I think I'm down to four golfers, but I put uh, Rory back in, and all four of them seem to have decent stats. So we'll this see is, what's this is this is the Chasing Daylights podcast pool that they put together. So we we got involved in that one, and yeah, yeah. So and it's actually got me back into watching golf a little bit because I was well, told, it's Chasing I was, Daylights versus everybody else, right? Yeah, it's, it's so I uh, I kind of I kind of started watching a little bit again after being totally out of the picture for a whole season last year. The only thing I watched last year was the Masters, which I will watch this year. But, yeah, it's got me back into watching it a little bit and being interested a little bit following some golfers again. That's fun. It's fun. Gets, it gets yeah. an interest, right? Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, yeah. it's kind of a crapshoot. Like I was For actually us. our cap. Well, yeah, and our, our, our cabbie this morning actually was saying that he, uh, he, had, he had bet on uh, Taylor last week to win, and he cashed in on a 250 to 1 odds. Oh, nice. Yeah. I think it was like a, I want to say it was like a hundred dollar bet or something like that. So that's a nice payday. Yeah. He got, he made a nice little payday there. That was good. All right, pal. Well, go get some sleep. Okay. Sounds good, buddy. Thanks for all on it. 
Thanks for coming coming on and tell us about your golf day and your nope. trip. Yeah, for sure. Crazy uh, shit. What? <laughs> all right, we'll watch out later. All right, pal, we'll get some sleep. And good luck this week and all the best to you and your team. Okay, thank you. All right, pal.